and welcome to the Zolly Mamsel podcast with Magali and Hansini, where we have thought-provoking conversations about journeys, life and much more. Catch our latest episodes every Monday. Thank you for tuning in and we hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome to another pod- podcast episode. Today we have Christina, a flight systems engineer. We're very happy to have her on the show today. So Christina, could you give us a bit of background about yourself, please? Yes, thank you for having me today. Um, so yeah, my name is Christina Pearson Rampiari. Uh, I'm in Liverpool and uh, in the UK and I'm a senior flight systems engineer at BA Systems where I've worked for six years now. I'm also a STEM ambassador and a volunteer and I also have my own Etsy shop. Um, so I run a small business as well at the same time and I'm a mum of a two and a half year old. So basically superwoman. <laughs> <laughs> no, just completely winging it all. <laughs> I think that's all of us to be fair. <laughs> so how did, so what was your first spark towards engineering? Like were there any books or any inspiration that kind of led you towards engineering? So I think um, what really led me down an engineering, engineering path was that I actually really enjoyed solving problems and I like I liked creative subjects like art as well. So I think combined um, that kind of put me on a path towards engineering. And then when I was younger, I went to an air show with my family um, for a day out and I saw these fast jets flying around and that's kind of what inspired me to go into aerospace engineering because I was just like, wow, the noise of these planes that I'm hearing overhead um, is pretty amazing. So that really pushed me down the aerospace route. Okay. And um, so in our previous call, you kind of mentioned that you were heading towards a medical career, mm-hmm. um, but then you decided to go towards engineering what was your turning point and how did you feel like how did your parents react and you know how did you deal with go with it going forward really yeah so uh, my dad was a nurse and my mum's a pharmacist so they were pushing the uh, (laughs) medical route (laughs) so uh, I had to one of my um agreements for um applying for an aerospace engineering degree was to also apply for a pharmacy degree which I did get into um, but I also got into my aerospace um, engineering degree so I I chose that route um, and it did cause a bit of tension at the time um, but like my parents say now it's the best decision I ever made so (laughs) they're pretty happy that I chose my own path. That's good. That's good. Um, how was your engine how was your time at university in terms of an engineering degree? How did you how did you manage yeah. and cope with that? Because I know um, from my friends who've gone to university, there aren't a lot of girls on the course. I don't know if that's the same now or that's the same everywhere, but was that your experience or something different? Yeah, that was my, unfortunately that was my experience. So I turned up at university and found out I was one of two women on my course. So <laughs> of how many? How many? Yeah. Oh, it must have been about 30, 40. Um, oh, wow. So it was a bit different compared to school where you're used to seeing a mix. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think it was a hard degree, but what actually got me through it was the kind of support I had from all of my course mates. So Mm -hmm. we had, we formed a little like revision groups. We helped each other study. We were there for each other and it wasn't really 
about like you're a girl I'm a boy kind of thing it was just you know we want to help each other get through this degree (laughs) so it was actually a really supportive environment and I didn't feel although at first it was a shock I didn't actually feel that um difference later on and how did you get into mentoring especially like people from STEM backgrounds or you know what was your inspiration to go into that um so I came back from work after maternity leave and got a mentor for myself um for my professional registration application and it really helped and um, it was really good to have that kind of support and also um kind of helping me because I'd been trying to do this for years and I'd put it off continuously and it was help mm-hmm. helping me become accountable as well for you know I said I'd look I'd said I'd answer these parts of the application for you so you can review them so I will do it um so it helped with the accountability and um at the same time I became a STEM ambassador and I thought you know I really want to um help more so I started looking into becoming a mentor I started mentoring for the girls network which is a charity and then I started mentoring in the summer for the STEMET society as well so that's young girls who are interested in STEM um, careers so yeah I found it really helpful and actually I learned a lot from my mentees um more than anything because I'm so inspired by them um so it's a really great experience. So are they girls who are currently in school or, you know, just starting into their profession? Yeah, girls in school. Okay. Oh, that's really nice. Do you do you notice any difference from like their perspective? Because you just mentioned, you know, they inspire you. Is it their drive or their, um, you know, their, this kind of desire to go into STEM? Like, do you notice anything different from maybe, let's say, your cohort of like, you know, women going into STEM? Um, definitely the drive because I when I compare myself to how I was at their age I didn't have the confidence to first of all reach out and find a men you know join a mentoring scheme um, mm-hmm. actually look at how I can improve myself and gain these networking interviewing skills and things like we've had sessions on it's just really great um, to see that they're looking to um, improve themselves now um, whereas I didn't really reach out I I think because of my confidence issues I had when I was younger I didn't want to put myself out there and these young girls are putting themselves out there and it's really great to see yeah. and it's, it must be really great to be a part of that in a way like really yeah. helping them to curate those skills definitely and I, I look forward to seeing their careers and unfold and see the women they become you sort of touched upon confidence there and you've mentioned before that that was something you struggled with but then your turning point was sort of when you had your little boy uh so yeah tell us a bit about that and like what was it about him or that experience that piques your confidence yeah so um before I had my little boy I just kind of I kind of went along did university kind of did my job put my head down wouldn't really you know when you complete a project just move on to the next one I wouldn't really like shout about things that I've done or anything like that um and then uh, I had my little boy and um actually I realized that you know if I can do this if I can be a mum and completely out of no experience whatsoever you know do all these things and he's okay and um I was on leave for a year um and we had struggles like feeding and all these different things which were completely new to me um but I managed to do it and I thought you know if I can do this then you know I can put myself out there I can do that career talk or I can do that panel event and then it just kind of grew into you know I can do all this stuff and 
I can nominate myself for an award and it turns out I win it <laughs> so, you know um it's just every little thing I started doing just helped my confidence even more mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah I think that's a really I'm happy you talked about that because I think as women well young women like young females I think sometimes we downplay our strengths and what we've accomplished um but I think that that's the wrong thing to do I think we should all sort of celebrate what our achievements and help each other to like to grow more yeah no matter how big or small Sorry, something I found really helpful for that is actually writing down everything that I've done because actually it's there and like, like I can see it for myself. Oh, I have actually done all these things and it's not just in mm-hmm. my mind, but, you know, the imposter syndrome is like, no, you can't do this or you'll fail. And it's like, no, I've done things like this. I can do that too. So you briefly mentioned about the award. Tell us a bit about that. What, were the, what was the process? What is this award about? And yeah, like how did you nominate yourself or anything like that? Yeah, so it first started um, January um, last year, which seems like a lifetime ago now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was, um, I got confirmation that I'd been accepted onto the Northern Power Future Women list. So that was a list of like 50 um, people who were making an impact in the community and um, change makers. So that was really a, something that I hadn't expected and that really started kick-started my year of you know what I'm just gonna go for it it, (laughs) so yeah and then in June I think it was or July I won the um rising star for women in defense which was also amazing so so, yeah it, it was just to be amongst all of these women was amazing so you've mentioned starting your own business and having your Etsy mm-hmm. shop. Uh, what motivated you to start your small business? And like, yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, I didn't really go into it to start a small business, really. It was it's quite weird um, how it all happened. So it was during lockdown and I was like looking, I like uh, pin badges. So I was looking on Etsy for some pin badges and I couldn't see the one that I had in mind. So I kind of just thought maybe maybe it was just lockdown at the time, but I thought maybe I can do this myself and get it made. And and then I was like, right, so the minimum amount I can make is like 50 to 100. Okay, I'll try and like sell some. <laughs> and it, I was just completely like, okay, I'll, I'll just try this and I'll do that. And then, yeah, it just... So yeah it became this whirlwind experience that um <laughs> the first hundred that I had sold out in under 48 hours and I had to start setting up pre-orders and it was just yeah the response was amazing and it was more the feedback from other women that kind mm-hmm. of pushed me to carry on doing it being like um you know w- women sending me thank yous and telling me how they were going to wear them and it really just kind of inspired me to continue doing it and expand to all different careers as well so yeah it was amazing oh that's so great to hear um one question was really like how do you manage your time because you just (laughs) honestly I don't know and you just seem so calm about it like yeah Yeah, just just done this you know um it's really important to keep my google calendar up to date because that is (laughs) what I live off and I make 
tons of lists I'm always making lists of things um just because I can't mentally keep it all in my mind so to write it down in a list just helps me um get out my mind of things because otherwise I'm continuously thinking I need to do this and I need to do yeah, that to yeah this. yeah so if I write it down I don't need to think about it and it's there and I just need to tick off things that I want to do so yeah <laughs> uh, I kind of wing it most of the time <laughs> try, and, try and be as organized as I can yeah to be fair I think we yeah we will do because I think my to-do list sometimes it's like and then I had to like split them <laughs> into categories yeah. It has to be achievable. <laughs> yeah, that is one thing. Yeah, so what I do now is literally set at most like three, four things to do in one day instead of looking at the whole list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because if you see a list that's as long as you are, it puts you off straight away. Exa- exactly. <laughs> and that's what that's what was happening with me. And then I was like, no, I need to change this. Let me just yeah. do write down like three things. And then that's what it's better. Yeah, so that's a really good way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely. it's crazy. I love listening to other people's like productivity time management. <laughs> but it's really great as well to just, you know, have a day where you plan nothing and just yeah. relax. Yeah. Otherwise you can't keep running at 110% because you'll just burn out. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. Um, so my next question is, what's been your biggest struggle um, being a flight systems engineer or an engineer in general and what was the best advice what was the best advice you've been given towards your career um so probably my confidence issues were like my biggest struggle because um I'd just kind of get on with work and not really um speak up about things that I'd done and um which probably could have helped my career a bit more Mm-hmm. um so it wasn't until really like the last until came coming back from maternity leave that I really started you know shouting about things that I've done and um becoming that more confident person and that's really helped me and then I got a promotion this year so it's definitely helped my career Ooh, congratulations. Um, in that sense thank you <laughs> <laughs> um so that was my biggest struggle and I think the best bit of advice um I've ever had in my career is like to not be afraid to ask questions especially as an engineer um, I think it goes for any career really, but especially STEM, um, you need to be not afraid to ask questions because, you know, there can be times when you're sitting in a room and you're not sure of something, but to be honest, a lot of people may not be sure, but if you don't speak out then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And actually, yeah, and most of the time, actually, the people around you you're working with actually want you to ask questions. Yeah, definitely. And it, it challenges them and it shows them like you're interested yeah and if you're not sure about something and you ask then it, it helps your learning as well so it's, oh it's always yeah great to ask questions uh so can you tell us like an interesting fact or <laughs> that you want to share with the listeners so they can learn something today something like specific to do with yeah so um the reason um um i became a stem ambassador last year and the reason was because of my little boy. But actually, um, when I started doing the um, outreach work, um, I found this fact, um, which is the late, based upon the latest research. In the UK, only 12% of engineers are women. 12%? Wow. Yeah. So that's a shocking fact. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we definitely need to do better than that. So that's mm-hmm. why I continue to push the way I do. 
I was just trying to think when you said that fact, why is that? Because I was just reflecting back on my yeah, own experience. Has engineering ever come into, you know, my mind? And I just thought, honestly, in my physics class, so I took physics for A-level and I was one of three girls in my whole year group and there was two class. So two, lots of 30s and I was one of three. And only one of them, one of the girls went ahead and did, you know, did um, aerospace engineering. But I, I don't know what it is that, you know, we don't, I don't know how girls just don't end up in STEM. Like it's, it's very rare. I think uh, it has a lot um, to do with confidence issues because um, there is research from Engineering UK. And I think it's from this year, they did a gender disparity in engineering report, which showed that. Um, young people don't feel confident in STEM subjects and especially girls, even though they outperform boys at GCSE and A-levels That's in those subjects. That's crazy to me, yeah. So yeah. They, they can do it, they just don't think that they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a really big factor. And also awareness of engineering because engineering is so big. I think there's the stereotype that, you know, an engineer is um, a white male in high-vis jacket and a hard hat. I mean, that's, you only have to do a Google yeah. search for engineer and that's what comes up and you think it's a messy job and you don't want to do that. But actually engineering, there's hundreds of different types of roles in engineering. And, you know, you could be working in tech, you could be working in fashion, you could be working computing, um, coding, um, chemical, quite, yeah. electricity. There's so many different sectors. It's It's mm-hmm. not all just that stereotype. Yeah, yeah, but I think it also comes from like from an early age I think because we've talked about this like when we the books that we learn from so the pictures that girls see as like engineers it's always you know a a male male figure and when you grow up thinking oh it's just like males who do that you you grow up with that mindset and you don't see yourself being capable of being an engineer and that's that's that that is the problem so I think um it's good what you're doing like pushing for it because I think that's great and that's what we need but also to encourage sort of more like gender like override yeah yeah more gender balance within yeah younger years like starting from a young age yeah because 12 percent is poor (laughs) (laughs) I know (laughs) No, because I was just thinking about this, like when you mentioned, you know, all the mentoring that you do, I was just thinking if I was doing my A-levels, had I, you know, had a conversation with someone or was this kind of pitch to me, it might have been part of my consideration. Yeah, yeah. It just might have been. So not not to say that I would have done it, but like you said, like engineering awareness, really, or STEM subjects awareness. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, it's really important that we do have more visible role models. And since I've started networking a lot more, I've seen like amazing um, women engineers that are out there and they're all in my network. So I see them every day, but obviously mm-hmm. young children don't see them. Um, exactly. And that's why we really need to highlight that and do the um, kind of s- school talks that we do and career talks and outreach do you think there is a space for more women in engineer though? Oh yeah, there's a shortage of engineers in the UK. Um, we need engineers and so, you know, and we need more diverse workforces anyway because um, uh, even in any kind of job, we need mm-hmm. more diverse workforces, but especially engineering, um, 
So more diversity brings about more innovation. And in engineering, that's really important. Um, mm-hmm. And the com- companies out there know the benefits. So I think everyone's trying to do um, more and we just need to carry on doing it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, I just had that question because I think in some places I feel like sometimes women have to fight to get in, whereas other places it's there. It's just maybe we're not aware of it. So yeah. it's just a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, okay. So if a young person came up to you and they said they wanted to be an engineer or a flight engineer specifically, what would you tell them? And what's been like some of the key advice you've given some of your mentees really? Yeah. So um, things I've said are look at different routes because university is not the the only way into a career like mine. Um, apprenticeships. So BA Systems, who I work for about I think something like 50 different apprentice schemes like oh, there's, wow. there's so many different things that you can look at um so I've always said you know check out what companies are doing that you know the, in the field that you're interested in check out all the different schemes that are available like the graduate schemes apprenticeships placements everything um check out the different universities um and the different um requirements that you need and also network um reach out to people who work in those industries reach out to people because I've had um young women message me about you know on LinkedIn like do you have time for just like a quick career chat and it's great to see that because Mm -hmm. you know you should talk to people who are in those roles that you're interested in just to find out you know what what it involves because it is important if that's what you want to do to know what it involves um so I've always said network um with those who are like-minded and in the same situation and with those who are in those careers already it's always great great to have a good support network and I've said always said find a mentor because I think no matter what stage of your career you should have a mentor anyway Um, and that's something I've only found out really in the last few years but it's really important to have someone who will be you know be that guidance and support that you need um, to achieve your goals Um, and I've also said, don't be afraid to put yourself out there um, mm-hmm. because, I mean, speaking for just myself, it's really shown me how that can affect your career and change things for you. And you, as someone coming back from maternity leave, you don't expect to have this um, happen in your career where you're suddenly doing a lot of things, doing becoming that visible role model, winning awards becoming a chartered engineer getting promoted like you don't expect that after maternity leave and I think it's because I've only because I've put myself out there more that opportunities have led to further opportunities so it's really important that um you're open to opportunities yeah definitely I was like a handful of gold (laughs) yeah yeah I was literally just listening and like taking it in I feel like I need to listen to this again (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So what I know you've got a lot going on right now, but what's some cool things you're currently working on? Maybe, you know, for next year, what are some of your goals for next year? Yeah, so um my current job project that I'm working on um at BA Systems is um is actually quite exciting. So it's it's called the Tempest Project and it is the next generation um future fast jet. So mm. the plan is for it to um I think the first flight around mid 2030s so it doesn't exist yet Mm -hmm. it's totally 
not out there yet. Um, and we are looking, well, my team is looking at new technologies that could go on this future fast jet. And that's super exciting because it's, you know, it's yeah, something that doesn't exist that yet, but will. So, yeah. <laughs> and you have- will have been involved in that from the beginning. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so do you, will you be part of the project all the way till the end, or does it get kind of you do your, you know, you do your part, then it gets moved around? Um. So I'm doing my part now, which is the really early, early phase, and then kind of we'll see how it goes with mm-hmm. um, if I want to continue working in that um, and going into the actual um, future development part of it. But it's really exciting. Um, I think it. As it is now, it's not a massive team, but it will become a massive team of, mm-hmm. um, of people working on it. So it's going to be really exciting to be part of that. And, you know, in the future, when there is an aircraft, be like, you know, I was part of that. So it's, it's a yeah. once in a lifetime thing oh, um, to be part amazing. of. Do you have like a, say if someone wanted to like come and check out, you know, the research or the work that you're doing, do you have like open days or like insight days? Um, so I don't know what they're doing now currently because of covid but um it's it'll be on the bae systems website um so it's part of a uk partnership with different companies the bae is one of them mm-hmm. um so the website has all about the project and all about the opportunities there are i think i think they're releasing something like a thou- over a thousand apprentice um place um, vacancies this year next this coming year for it Mm -hmm. like to do with future projects such as tempest so um yeah all the information's there and it's really great chance to be part of something in the future um, that's coming like we should definitely Um, uh, keep an eye on that and like (laughs) post it um, out whenever it's yeah yeah, whenever it's out but there might be some people who are interested yeah yeah that's um my like exciting job work that i'm doing and then also I've got my small business as well. So I'm just kind of continuing to expand into different roles. And I've got a mathematician pin coming hopefully early next year. So that's really exciting because I know a few mathematicians that uh, could do with a pin. (laughs) No, it's so great. I think like when I was, um, I was reading some of the comments that you got on your post um, and I think you shared some, what some people said. It's just so nice to see that, like people are feeling empowered even just through like a pin it's it's very small but it means so much and it's kind of that yeah and I didn't expect that at all and that's the only reason I continued was because I didn't realize the power that it would have um Mm -hmm. and that really surprised me so I I was like well I can't stop now (laughs) and then um so that's why I decided to keep going and add messages be, um, from women being like, can you do one for this career? Can you do one for this career? And I've got a long list to get through. Um, <laughs> but that's why it's really important for me as well, because it's not my full time job to give part of the money back to different charities that are working on increasing diversity in those careers. So it's really great to be able to give something back at the same time. How do you pick the charities? Um, so I normally kind of reach out on Twitter um, to people in the years um, asking, you know, does anyone, because I don't know, um, for example, with mathematics, I don't know charities that are working to increase diversity in STEM. So I reach out on Twitter and I've had like a few responses to go through. So I, I normally then just like research them, read through what they're doing and then just get in touch with one or two and then pick one. <laughs> yeah, no, um, no, no. 
And I'm guessing you've been really busy this period for Christmas because it's such a great gift to give to someone. Yeah, it's been really great though. Um, I've managed to get um, some really great um, promo through like Red Magazine and all these different um, avenues, um, which has been really great and supportive. And so it's been really great just to see like, um, especially like the gift messages like um yeah. people sending them for like children being like you know um the future scientist and all these things it's really great to see and it's really sweet <laughs> oh that's really nice okay so what are some of your favorite this is more about you really what are some of your favorite books quotes or authors anything really about you that you enjoy um so um I would say my favorite quote, I don't know who actually said this, but um, my favorite quote is, we rise by lifting others. Oh, I like that. Uh, so that's my favorite quote. Um, favorite books? Uh, I couldn't name one specific book. Name I love like... Top five. I love the Harry Potter <laughs> book series. <laughs> I, I grew up with the Harry Potter books. Um, I also like the... Um, his dark materials book series as well um which oh, that's a tv show tv show now yeah i yes yeah, I, I saw that yeah i've been watching that every sunday um <laughs> <laughs> i have um, to add it to my list uh i'm trying to read june at the moment but with time and christmas being busy i haven't really managed to get back into it but i do want to read that um i enjoy like i think the main theme is like science fiction fantasy fiction. but then mm-hmm. I also enjoy like um kind of romantic books as well like Ooh. fiction because I, I enjoy just switching off and just reading all that. so I like um oh I can't remember I couldn't rem- I couldn't say anyone off the top of my head but <laughs> especially on holiday that's like my best time for reading really Fair yeah enough. definitely but yeah Max do you have any last questions um I think one other question was just sort of like talk us through like a like a day at work. I know you're working from home, but say you know you're in. I was going to say office, but yeah, but like <laughs> in your workplace, yeah, 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 no, yeah. Even even now, like, what's it been like? Because I think you've you've done the most this year, I would say, um, since being home. So you know, what's your day week been like? Yeah, so I've been at home since the first lockdown started. Um, and um, so my husband also works at BA System. So it's both of us have been at home since lockdown started. Um, the first lockdown was a bit hard with balancing because childcare wasn't available. So it was mm-hmm. each of us kind of one day working, one day child, one day working, one day child, and then alternating between us. Um but then since then, it's been easier now that he's got nursery. And um, so I normally kind of log on and then go through emails and things and then we'll start doing so. Each day will be different. Uh, I don't have a kind of set routine for each day, but um, because I am looking at technologies, I'll be like researching technologies, reading papers, um, discussing things with suppliers about what they're doing, um, what research they're doing universities have had discussions with um about research um just kind of seeing what's out there in the uk and then discussing that with um other departments like special specialists like structural engineers design engineers aer- um, aerodynamic engineers 
um, because we need to be able to integrate this technology onto a future fast jet. So it's discussing with them, you know, how is this suitable? How suitable it is? How would it mm-hmm. work? Um, so kind of activities to do with that, and then, um, yeah, um, kind of assessing technologies and seeing what's viable and what's not viable, and that speaking with suppliers. And it's been really interesting. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my normal day kind of activities are to do with those kind of things do you um so you're talking about like technologies so like Mm in in the office or in in your workplace do you actually Mm -hmm. like test out those the the technology that you work with no so when I uh, have worked on previous programs um or previous jets um we've had equipment that we can so when we design equipment, we do then get equipment to test and then test it on the aircraft before we um, integrate it on there um, or install it onto the aircraft. Um, so I guess the future will be then um, getting equipment to test, um, but we're still really early on. So we're not at that stage yet, but hopefully um, we will be able to start testing and things, you know, because we will need to test things before they go into a future. Jet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's just crazy because i'm just thinking about like the different parts mm. of a jet and it's like you literally have to think about every little thing well yeah as a flight systems engineer like the systems i normally describe them as like the organs um or muscles of an aircraft which mm-hmm. help it fly safely through its mission and that i've had the opportunity to work on like fuel system well examples are like fuel systems um flight control systems, uh, equipment that the pilot wears is a system, um, flight uh, hydraulic system, landing gear system. There's so many different systems and I've been involved <laughs> in a few of them. And it's, it's really great because it's, it's, I've not had, I've worked six years, but worked on so many different things. It's, even though I'm in the same kind of role, mm-hmm. um, it's not been the same um, that it's whole just... six years. It's been really different. So it's really great. <laughs> yeah that's so good to hear and it's crazy how everything gets integrated Mm -hmm. because all these systems have to work together Mm. and it's like and have to fit into a space yeah in a tiny space (laughs) yeah and what's even crazy someone has to know everything um to be able you know to fly it so sorry it's just my nerdy side like coming out (laughs) (laughs) because that's really cool (laughs) because I could just imagine like just being in awe like seeing this huge thing and just like you being part of it I Mm. think yeah it's really great but yeah that was kind of all the questions we had we just wanted to say big thank you for making the time and um answering our questions it was honestly so interesting and valuable to us because I think I think I think it's the first time I've actually met a female engineer um, yeah. that's really fletching working doing loads of different things a lot of my I would say a lot of my friends like two of my friends are doing engineering but they're still kind of at university right now so you know quite early on in their career but it's so nice to see you know they've got so much lined up for them or can yeah but yeah thank you so much again thank you Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed our content. You can reach out to us on Instagram at zodi.mamsel and keep up to date with our latest adventures. Wishing you a wonderful day. Here's to you keeping your head up and winning. Lots of love, Zoli Mamsel.